Welcome to Finding Your Way, a podcast designed with survivors in mind. Conversations on this show help guide listeners toward finding solutions for safety and support as they navigate life from being a victim to becoming a survivor of violence. I'm your airtime advocate, Sarah Smith, and I represent a team of professionals from Care Lodge Domestic Violence Shelter, home-based in Meridian, Mississippi. So right now I'm on my way to complete my loop for getting word out about Care Lodge and what we do. Gets the question right after women turn 40. Show on WALT News Talk 102.1 FM. 75 new cases of COVID-19, bringing the state's total up to 26. He just like a poster child to exhibit. I, I, I do understand what you're... A lot of times I will stop at the gas stations and ask the clerks if it's okay if I leave a tear tab poster. It's really cool when I get to have conversations with people that I may have spoken to or done a presentation for their class back when they were in high school. And now that they're an adult, they reconnect with Care Lodge and want to volunteer or they want to work with us. And they can remember the time when we came to their classroom and say, yeah, I remember you guys came to us and talked to us about teen dating violence. I don't remember everything about the talk, but I remember everybody kind of like thinking, wow, this can happen to our age group. Or you don't realize that it's happening when you're a teenager until you're older and you look back and you can say, wow, you know, hindsight's 2020 at that point. When you're equipped and you know how to identify signs of violence in a relationship, or even if a relationship has become toxic, you are more likely to have the resilience that you need to get out of that situation or ask for the help that you need or to have the courage to speak into a friend's life and say, hey, I'm really concerned for you or that wasn't cool the way that they just treated you like that or, you know, What's, is everything okay? I've had an opportunity maybe in the eight years I've been at Care Lodge maybe three or four adults that said that when they were in high school they remembered when I came in and said something about teen dating violence and that really fuels my fire that keeps me doing what I do and it keeps me energized to keep telling more and more people about abuse and you know I I remember growing up Nobody was wanting to talk about that kind of stuff. You know, if somebody was in a bad relationship, it was just kind of like, ooh, that's bad. And you let it kind of sit over there and you didn't want to touch it. You didn't want to look look at them. You didn't want to bring any attention to that. And I feel like in a way that still is going on, it just looks kind of different. But when I was in high school, cell phones were just starting to get popular. That's putting an age on me. It wasn't the same smart technology that we have nowadays, like with Snapchat and Instagram and private messaging. I mean, you had AOL, people wanna know ASL. There's a whole new set of worries and concerns in relationships nowadays that I didn't have to deal with when I was growing up. It's the same theme, 
it's just a different platform that's being used and I think it's more dangerous now than it ever was or ever was for my parents growing up because you have people engaging in relationships where they feel comfortable and safe with this person that they've been talking to or dating and all of a sudden lines or boundaries may be crossed and now somebody's in a, a very vulnerable situation like blackmail or sextortion which is basically when somebody uses a video or a picture and says that if you break up with me I'm going to put this all over social media or if you don't do what I say then I'm going to exploit you. Now they don't say I'm going to exploit you but basically they make you afraid and manipulate you into doing something in the relationship or not doing something in the relationship. It's just scary and I've had so many people come in looking for guidance that has been a victim of sextortion where they've been like I just don't know what to do because I need to get help I want to get help but they have threatened that if I do go to the police or if I do talk about what's going on between us that they are going to put this all over the internet and they have my passwords and they've changed my passwords and you can't help but to have your heart bleed for those people because they are absolutely stuck in fear that this is it, that there is no hope for them. There are resources within Sheriff's Department, Police Department, Care Lodge, MBI, FBI type of things where if it gets to a federal level, like exploitation of a child or human trafficking, there are resources to rally around that person to help them feel safer. And I'm so glad for that. And I wish so many more people knew about these things. And um, again, that's why we go around and spread messages like what services we offer or what, what counties do Care Lodge cover. You know, right now I'm in Kemper County trying to network with our community colleges and our state branches, local municipalities, sheriff's departments, so that people know when they go to these organizations that Care Lodge is available to meet people where they're at or virtually help them through their situation. A couple days ago, I posted something about, you know, a myth buster that a lot of people think that they have to come into shelter in order to get the help that they need, but that's not true. We help so many more people outside of shelter. Definitely, because there's only so many beds to a shelter. Say 25 people sleeping at shelter at Care Lodge. Well, so many more than 25 people come to our public community services building every month, way more than that. I mean, every year we help nearly a thousand people on average. Those small conversations, those face-to-face -face moments, sharing about what we do with friends and family, and then they share what we do with their friends and their family. That's how people know what we do. Billboards. There's still people I run into that have never heard about Care Lodge in our service area. And I'm always trying to find ways to make those connections happen and um, bring the message out, you know, way out to the rural communities, to the libraries, to the school systems. And being in the schools is a number one priority because the children and the youth 
bring back those materials to the family. And that might be the only way that the mom or the dad hears the message of hope from Care Lodge is through those teen dating violence talks or the anti-bullying talks or the school assemblies called I Got You with our partnership together with CMRC and Newton. Those things are essential to keep going in our community because it does tell people that there is a way other than the way that they're living right now. That feeling of stuck, that feeling like there is no hope or this is all that my life is worth is nothing because the people in my life that are supposed to love me and care for me don't treat me the way that I feel I need to be treated. Or maybe you start believing the lie that they're telling you about you're going to be just like your mama, your daddy, you're going to be nothing, you're going to be a nobody. And that stuff starts sticking in your mind. And it's hard to shake those thoughts out, especially if you hear it all the time. I've been to Butler, Livingston, Lisman. So I made my way through Alabama today, West Alabama and I'm circling back through to Mississippi. And I've just been visiting places like the Sheriff's Department, Police Department, different gas stations, payday loan companies, tobacco worlds, and liquor stores. Why would I go there? Yeah, it's because a lot of times when people are having a really difficult time financially or just trying to figure out a way to cope, a lot of times we try to make quick, rash decisions. When we make quick decisions, a lot of the times we go to places that will get us money back fast, money right now. We want to numb our emotions with the use of alcohol or smoking cigarettes, that nicotine buzz, things like that. But that's just a quick fix. But when you think about the long-term effects that it has on your body, it really takes a toll. You may get $100 that day, but you're actually paying back five times the amount. Now I'm not saying that there isn't a time or place to use services like that, but for a victim of domestic violence, if they don't have a lot of resources financially, that could really, really become a problem and put them in a bigger burden. And that's why I'm so thankful for community service organizations like Care Lodge or Wesley House or multi-county and things like that is because there's financial services that can be made available where it doesn't put somebody that has a great need in a deeper hole. You don't have to owe those companies back anything because they're a community service organization. For instance, like Care Lodge, we have many clients that come through and they're homeless because their home is no longer safe and they don't have another place that they can go to. They may come into shelter or they may receive financial assistance through a second step program or transitional housing, rapid rehousing, or homeless prevention. And those services are a hand up out of a situation. So instead of being in debt to someone, it's more of like help out of a situation that you could not get out of on your own or with the help of somebody else close to you. I'm headed north on my way to Scuba, Mississippi in hopes that a couple of my friends will be in from East Mississippi Community College. Today I had the opportunity to speak with the Title IX coordinator at the University of West Alabama and that was really awesome because it gave me an opportunity to see the face of the person who a victim on college campus would go to to get help and to be connected with services available to them. And I learned that Turning Point in Tuscaloosa is the only other 
closest victim service organization for victims of domestic violence or sexual assault. So now they have two places that are relatively close. It's still a little bit of a drive, but they have a friend in another corner to support them and I was thankful for that opportunity. I also spoke with them about training opportunities for campus police, other faculty and staff when it comes to care lodge services or things that are needed to support victims. And hopefully that'll be a good connection and we'll be able to work together soon. And I say that because with uh, coronavirus and safe social distancing and things like that, it's been very difficult to make the same kind of connections that I'm used to face to face. So I did let them know that we can do virtual trainings or virtual connections, whatever needs to be done to make sure that somebody gets the help that they need. So I'm very thankful for UWA and them taking the time to meet with me today. On my radar and the next day, I will be making another loop northwest to our northernmost counties in our service area, seeing what I can do to make some more connections out that way. My role as Director of Community Engagement is doing that, seeing who is out there who's interested in making connections for other people, whether that be a nail salon, health department like I went to today, just getting the materials out there so somebody that needs services can get the help that they need. But I've learned in making all these little trips around East Mississippi and West Alabama that the greatest impact has been in the small conversations that I've had with people. You know, making time to have coffee with somebody or reconnect with an organization or somebody who's taken over the position for someone else or a community partner and just spending time with them, letting them know what Care Lodge is about and what we do. In those small conversations, I learn about things that they have dealt with personally or have seen in their role as a professional and how I can kind of try to fill in those gaps for them when they feel like they're stuck or they're not sure how to connect their clients or customers to safe services. And I always give them my card and I tell them that, hey, name drop. Tell them that you have a friend that works at Care Lodge that is willing to talk to them and, and tell them my name. I know if it were me, and I try to think like this once in a while, if I was somebody who was consuming services at this organization, college student, buying a new vape or some kind of tobacco product, right? What would make me feel safe enough and have the courage to say, I'm tired of my situation, I wanna get help, but I don't know how. Would I say that to a stranger? And I got some confirmation the other day from a lady that worked at our local mall I just, something inside me told me to go up to her and speak with her. And I said, hey, I don't wanna take over your time. I know you are very busy working on the floor, making sure your customers have what they need. But I just wanted to tell you who I am and, and what my agency is about. So if you ever run into somebody who needs our services, you'll kind of have some information in, on hand. And I started telling her about Care Lodge and I gave her a hope card. You know, the little folding one that has a safety plan on it. I explained to her how we use it and what a safety plan could look like. And she said, honey, I have people in here all the time talking about their relationship problems and you know, they refer to me as a mama. And they, they come in and just talk to me. And I was like, you know, that is so cool. That person was not their mother, but that they looked at her as a mother figure out in the community somebody to kind of go to to get some guidance or information. You just never know who you run into 
and who will be part of your support when I make these connections with people, whether it's in Lisbon, Alabama, Meridian, Mississippi, or Macon. There are people everywhere who want to be a part of what we do at Care Lodge by inspiring hope in other people and helping them make connections to get safe. So that is what I'm doing today. I'm distributing materials to different places and making new friends <laughs> as we joke around about it at the office. But it's, it's nice to be able to get out and about. Of course, I'm using my mask, so I'm making sure that I'm using my hand sanitizer and when I'm face to face with people, I'm, I'm staying back, but I'm still giving them the information that's important. But if you are a part of a circle that you can see yourself supporting the mission work that we do by getting supplies together to support the families we help, or if it's inviting us to come out and share what we do with the people that work with you, please let us know. You can call our office at 601-482-8719 or you can email me at community at carelodge.com. Either one of those would be fine and I will make a connection with you because it's always nice to have friends in your corner supporting the work that you do. We can be creative about it. I mean, it can be a virtual thing. It can be a fundraiser. It can be a 5k i believe that that's volunteerism at its best it's taking what you love to do and connecting that to our mission and vision and awesome things can happen when you connect those things together you know i've been on this road and i've seen so many churches and they've had messages about be safe stay well and things like that and those little notes of encouragement along the path have been really nice So looking back on my travels from West Alabama into East Mississippi, I am really just thinking about all the connections that we make in our everyday life and how we can weave topics like safety and security and just checking in on our neighbors, making sure that they're okay. Those are very important to keep in mind. So let's make this a little challenge. How about by the end of this week that you're listening to this podcast, do you think you could reach out to at least three people? Smile at them. Ask them how they're doing. Maybe it's even inviting them to go eat lunch with you that day. Whatever it is, find some small way to make a difference in someone's life. That's how we build relationships, and that's how we build hope in humanity again. With all the adversities and injustices that our community is facing right now, you don't have to go too far to find a way that you can bless somebody else by reaching out to them and being a friend. So can you do it? Write down those names and find ways to reach out to those people. You never know. You might just start a chain reaction of kindness that keeps going and spreads throughout your entire community. Thanks for joining us for Finding Your Way. Remember, you are the expert of your situation, and help is only a phone call away. Be safe and love one another. If you want to know more about what was shared on today's podcast, check out the links provided in the show notes or visit us online at carelodge.com. Make sure to follow Care Lodge on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. If you need help, call 601-693-4673. That's 601-693-HOPE. If you're not in the East Central Mississippi area, you can call the National Domestic Abuse Hotline at 1-800-799-7233. That's 1-800-799-7233.